Purple and Creatures Shaped Like Pika. Wow, Pikachu. Hello, people and Creatures Shaped Like People. This is Bacon Dude. This is the Bacon Mega Show. And this is episode 16. Well, true to my bi weekly fashion, it is now a month later. Apparently, there are four weeks in two weeks. That's how math works. I'm in core math, especially. So, I wanted to update you guys on stuff I've been up to, which is a few things. And I've been meaning to record. And I finally said, you know what? I need to record. So, ter- currently, this is a Wednesday, about 9 15 p.m. And let's get started. So, I'm getting this title, I'm going to call it Getting Out in the Wild. I have reached a point where I need to have more constructive criticism. I need, I've reached a point where I need to be told, hey, you suck and this is why. It's not that extreme, but to get to the level I want to be, you got to start somewhere. So I've gotten my overall quality up to a level that I think is worth being critiqued. And I'm so far, I'm having a pretty decent experience. I'm getting a little more social on the internet stuff, a little more vocal on Twitter stuff, a little more vocal on, I'm um, sorry, Twitter doesn't exist anymore, a little more vocal on X stuff, a little more vocal on just social in general. Um, I've made a few interesting friends along the way. So things are moving along. And when I say friends, it's nothing like crazy exponential growth. It's more one of those Hey, I'm actually meeting people that think like me, talk like me, et cetera. We can kind of be on the same page and we're kind of just trying to get each other off the ground. So I'm going to first talk about two songs that I've kind of cranked out. And it seems to be once I start a song, it takes me about 20 ish days to kind of get it pushed out. I don't know what professionals do, but given the fact I work full time and I do have to sleep and I do kind of cut the corners on the weekend sometimes. But all that aside, about 20 days and a song is done. And so I've cranked out too. Well, let me first talk about Regenerate. Uh, album art kind of gelled together. The whole song just gelled together. The whole idea was put together maybe less than a day or two as far as just what I want to be musically. Um, it has It tells a story. It flows. And I tried new things and I feel like I was successful with some new thing. Um, it's like an R and B kind of a lo-fi, maybe a bit of synth wave question mark. Because I keep bending genres that I just kind of gave up on trying to figure out what or where I'm at, but I do like synth wave. I do like lo-fi and I do like instrumentals in general. And there's a tiny kind of, I'm kind of just leaning on what I like and then just going from there. So hopefully I'll find my people and hopefully I'll find the right space to be in. But so far it's been a blast. Regenerate. I felt like it was one of those songs that's always been inside and just wanted to get out because it just kind of flowed. And then I was done, which is a good thing. Sometimes songs just kind of appear out of nowhere and they're done. Um, and I've got good feedback from that. Like, in the sense of personal success, but also just a few little positive comments here and there. And that's also what made me realize, like I'm at a point where, okay, the small circle of people in, they enjoy what I'm doing. I need to keep pushing. I need to keep growing. I need to see what else is out there. 
So I'm starting to look more into playlist submissions, and I found a few services that are good, comparable in price, and I'm going to explore some of those and go from there. Uh, for the sake of this archive podcast, I'm not going to say who or what they are. It's, it may not be relevant by the time anyone listens to this, but at the same time, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, I tried this and tried that. But the goal is through natural exploration, through the social stuff I've done, just through the fact of talking and just kind of exploring the spaces that people in, that you have conversations with, just exploring those spaces, I'm finding the right resources needed to make those next steps. And so that kind of segues over to my next song, or my most recent one actually is called Fill the Spaces. And I have a distinct pattern. I always have a, a, a kind of an upbeat, kind of a hard-hitting song. And I kind of have a kind of a chill and laid-back kind of experimental song. It's just kind of how my creative process goes. Um, so filling the spaces, that song, well, fill the spaces, literally was filling the spaces. It was one of those, one of those abstract things. I just named it and just let it go. Um, and it seems to really help the creative process. If, if the song has a random identity, you just go from there and say, how do I make the song fit the name? And it kind of gives me a good little, kind of a good way to go forward with that. Um, I kind of like the album art as well. The same deal was kind of like a hazy, kind of like a little bit of synth, I guess, vaporwave-ish inspired. I don't know. It was just something I plugged into an AI, and I got that out. So, hey, I talked about AI. So everyone talks about AI now. Anyway, I wish I had an AI wallet to get more money. Um, Anyway, so that song... As far as filling the spaces had a specific goal, it was how to make a better master. And every song I create is how do I improve on the previous version of whatever I just let out and regenerate solid as an idea. But it needs improvement as far as overall sound quality it was a little too overcooked in the lo-fi kind of deal i kind of overcooked it um and that kind of brings up a very interesting point so right now in my stage of listening and music i'm actually taking a step back from creating anything and i am just going deeper into listening more to my monitors two things that gave me great success with the song field of spaces is i realized as I listened to all my mixes I've made before and I was wondering why my, why is my stuff so boxy? Why do I feel so constrained as far as the final mix? And then I just took a step back and I realized that the stereo effect that my monitors providing, they give a wider perception of what actually becomes the final mix. And so it's one of those moments where you accept the reality of what you're witnessing and what you're experiencing and you dial it in and say, hey, okay, so we know these things are going to sound super wide. Just focus on what you're hearing. Focus on the values you're dialing. And it's one of those random moments where I did not focus on what I was hearing. And instead, as I was placing the instruments, I was working on, like, mathematically, what was the value of that instrument. So in, in Ableton, you have values of, of 0 to 50 for left and right panning. So a lot of my stuff never made it past 25 on the pan value because it felt wide enough in the studio, but it was super boxy everywhere else. So I said, all right, to hell with that. We are going to just do this mathematically. And so I was like, what does it sound like? And I throw a sound all the way over to 50, 50 on one side. 
what happens when I throw a sound all the way over to 50 on the other? Okay, what happens if I keep stuff at 25? What happens here? And I got to the point where I was able to better visualize like numerically what I was looking at and then adapting my ears accordingly to say, okay, this is the stereo fill you're dealing with. You are going to create the space you need. Another focus I was digging really deep on is making the mix sound as good as I could before any kind of mastering, before any kind of extra EQ, basically making sure every track had its own gel making sure each track was cohesive without any extra thing. The only thing that my tracks needed was that initial gain staging to get a little bit louder. And the end result was, I've been told by one source, is the best song I've done so far as far as mixing quality. Um, and so I currently have three songs out that I'm trying to get feedback on from professionals and some playlist curators. It is my song, Purple Cat, my next song, which is called Root Regenerate, and the song, Feel the Spaces. Now, I know there are some deficiencies with mixing with both Purple Cat and Regenerate, So, but they are still created works that I feel are ex- acceptable to get proper feedback. So this is a moment to test the waters, to have material out there to introduce yourself, and then this to see what happens. It's like you have enough there to get judged on, and that's kind of I want to think I want to bring up as well is you can't be shy. You do not be shy. Do not be ashamed. If someone says you suck, that just means that's an opportunity to get better. But the worst thing you can do is be terrified of not sharing. And then, and then nothing happens and nothing's done and you don't have make any progress because of just pure fear. So the only person that at this point that you need to conquer is yourself. The people that say things about you, especially if they're just words on the screen, they are words, period. And just remember that, accept that they are just words. Now, the reality that you shape around those words is really how you perceive your life and perceive your future and everything else. So you can read words and you can interpret them. It's like, oh, man, I feel so bad versus like, okay, This person, he has a playlist channel to run. He has to write quality songs. And if my song does not fit his product, then that also hurts his reputation. So because it hurts his reputation, he cannot put me in on his playlist. But what I can do is I can ask them for general feedback of how do you feel about the song? What did you like about the song? Yes, my song may not make it to your playlist, but I am getting proper feedback from people that listen to a lot more music than I probably think I do. Maybe I listen to more than I think I do. So that's how I look at all this. This is, you, you got to put your foot in there somewhere and see what happens. I mean, I wouldn't step on fire. That's dumb, but you get the idea. You have to get yourself out there. So I'm at a point where I feel comfortable to say, Hey, throw me out the wolves and see what happens. Hence the end of the episode, getting out in the wild. I mean, I got a spear and that's about it. I have no idea how to hunt, but that's a deer over there. I'm going to try to shoot it with a spear. Imagine that. Not going to work. Maybe I should get a crossbow, but I don't know how to build a crossbow. So I probably should learn a lot of things. And that same metaphor applies to how I'm approaching this whole music thing. I cannot push myself to get better unless I'm told certain things to say, all right, I've got to strive for this excellent point. I mean, yeah, ultimately, this is a hobby. I don't expect to get the fame or the fortune or the big name or the big numbers or whatever you want to call those stats. I'm not looking to get like a 50,000 streams on Spotify in three seconds. I'm not looking for any of that. That's just, those are crazy numbers. Those are great. 
but you're chasing numbers. The question is, did you sell your soul to get it? Or did you enjoy the process? So I'm choosing to enjoy the process. I'm choosing to take everything in and be as organic as I can. Uh, We're in America. There's not much organic anymore. But to be as original and true to myself as possible. And then hope for the best. So, like I say, all my friends live on the internet right now. And they're cool. And I'll accept that. I do have friends in the real life, I think. They exist. From, so I'm pretty sure I exist in the real world. I'm just being sarcastic. I'm okay. Don't worry about me. But <clears throat> that being said, I do have some interesting things on the horizon. <coughs> um, of course, I'm not going to cut that out. I'm going to try some. I'm going to keep listening. That's the biggest thing. I need to listen more to other creators with my monitors. So I've actually kind of backed off listening to headphones too much. So now when I do a lot of my musical listening, especially on some of these platforms, is I'm really focusing, basically, basically turning everything into a reference track. Everything I listen to is a reference track. So I can see how this person mix something, how did this stereo effect work, how this effect work, just so when I get back to my mode of creating, not only can I emulate what I've heard, but I also know spatially Okay, if I put my instrument over here in this pan, it's going to happen. This is going to happen. If I have this certain frequency, this is going to happen. And but since I now have the experience of knowing what my gear really, really is doing, then I can make better decisions. And that's all about calibrating your brain to whatever equipment you have. So I highly recommend that once you build a studio, you keep that thing as static as possible for as long as you can. So I've not really made any major equipment changes. I've not made any like adjustments or anything, all I've done is set things up, make it sound good to what I feel is good. I have a little bit of room treatment. I've not really changed that much at all either. I'm keeping as many variables as I possibly can the same. I think the only variable I have in this room right now is the type of incense I've lit and the temperature of the room. That's really the two things I have control over. The only thing I really can have control over, the only two things that have changed. And I guess I'm going to leave it here and just say, hey, I'm on a mission to figure out some stuff. And I'm just going to keep this little little kind of blurb kind of short and sweet to the point. So y'all have a good night. Keep listening to stuff. And for the five people that listen, I appreciate you all. And you all have a good night. This is Bacon Dude of the Bacon Mega Show. See ya.